Welcome to HPC News Bites, a weekly show about important news in the world of supercomputing, AI, and other advanced technologies. Hi, everyone. Welcome to HPC News Bites. I'm Doug Black. Hey, Shaheen. This week, let's start with the Linux open source controversy. It took a turn with the announcement by CIQ, Oracle, and SUSE to form the Open Enterprise Linux Association, which they say is intended to, quote, encourage development of Linux distributions compatible with Red Hat Enterprise Linux by providing open and free Enterprise Linux source code. This arises from Red Hat's recent change in access to RHEL's source code and response. OpenELI will deliver source code tools and systems through OpenELI for the community, the three companies said. So I'd sum this up as a tale of whether you believe software supply chains should be linear and whether industry norms have served their purpose and they now need to change. This is a big topic for our industry for sure, as you've indicated. To our listeners, please go look up the episode that we had a couple of weeks ago with Joe Landman. A lot of the background and the details are there. And also stay tuned because we're gonna come back and cover this in future episodes. Our next story is about risk management and geopolitics. The U.S. banned investment in key Chinese sectors, quote-unquote, saying it is meant to limit the Chinese military's access to U.S. technology and investment. So news followed almost immediately that Chinese tech companies have placed a billion dollars worth of processors this year and another $4 billion in 2024, total of five, at ten dollars to $20,000 per chip at the high end. That's fewer chips than it might look. And it must have been going on for a while. And chip companies benefit from stories like this and on and on. But it is also indicative of the limited supply for the high end, the importance of chips as a moat protecting the increasingly digital business, long delivery times, and of course, geopolitics. A standard way to manage supply risk is to pre-buy or risk buy. We saw a similar action when trade issues around 5G escalated a few years ago with Chinese companies building inventory of advanced U.S. designed chips. This sounds like a significant restriction by the Biden administration, though we've also heard talk that it's a relatively limited move. But, you know, to restrict access to NVIDIA technology to advanced AI chips, given how dominant NVIDIA is in AI generally and generative AI in particular, we have to think this is painful for the PRC and the military in China. Let's move on to Intel. So this is about the so-called advanced vector extensions, AVX. They also talk about advanced performance extensions, APX, to make the point more generically. Intel has doubled the number of registers on its x86 chip architecture from 16 to 32. Reportedly, it's been characterized as an under-the-radar change that could have long-term implications in helping software run faster on servers and PCs. HPC users already know that every x86 chip comes with AVX instructions. They're just there already. They're free to use. It is supported by compilers, can improve performance, and it's a great boost to have it if you can use it. I have called this the return of vector processing, since the original supercomputers use this method. Hopefully, this means Intel and AMD can standardize these so that users don't have to worry about changes from chip to chip, but it's about that AVX capability. Our next story is about the Gordon Bell Prize, GBP. It's always been a prestigious affair, 
showcasing very clever uses of technology for science. It is also a good place to see how the top supercomputers are being used because they're always featured. GBP became even more interesting a couple of years ago when China stopped submitting info to the top 500, but continued to submit papers to the Gordon Bell Prize. And we gathered a lot about their supercomputers from those papers. There's another one this year that is worthy of a look. The six finalists are, and what they're doing is described on the SC23 site. We recommend everybody take a look. It really makes for interesting reading. The finalists involve the use of quantum, exascale computing, and one of Cerebrus's dinner plate-sized wafer-scale engines in its CS2 system. Okay, that's it for this episode. Thank you all for being with us. HPC News Bytes is a production of Orion X in association with Inside HPC. Shaheen Khan and Doug Black host the show. Every episode is featured on InsideHPC.com and posted on OrionX.net. Thank you for listening.